Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'm going to be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as the Bitcoin price reached $38,000 and is pumping like a mofo. Did you know two years ago today, Bitcoin hit that $69,000 all-time high? Only a matter of time before we return to all-time high levels. Also breaking news, the BlackRock iShares Ethereum Trust is officially registered in Delaware. That's right. Max Kaiser responded to this news. An Ethereum ETF will create an interesting arbitrage between proof of work and proof of stake. Properly managed ETH ETF short positions will perpetually generate profits to roll into the Bitcoin ETF. He also points out that use derivatives to naked short sell ETH ETF to zero and use the proceeds to buy Bitcoin. He also shares that it's an open secret that uh, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger are both crooks. They hate Bitcoin because it makes them look stupid on top of being crooked. Also in today's show, ARK Invest and 21 Shares partner to launch their digital asset, ETF Suite. Also breaking news, the SEC's first window to approve all 12 spot Bitcoin ETFs is officially beginning today. The clock is ticking. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin ETF launch could be delayed by more than a month after the official SEC approval. Now, MicroStrategy is now up $1.27 billion in profit in their Bitcoin stash. Let's freaking go. And speaking of Michael Saylor, he shares why BlackRock is buying so much Bitcoin right now. And he also expects Bitcoin demand to double after the halving and spot Bitcoin ETF approvals. We're also going to be discussing why Saylor believes you need to own at least 0.1 Bitcoin, as well as his latest 2024 Bitcoin price prediction. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's Crypto News Alerts. Today's episode is podcast episode 1456. I start to lose track because we have so many damn episodes, but nonetheless, it's November 9th, 2023, and this is the best Bitcoin price action we have seen in the past 18 months, so definitely we should celebrate. Let's check it out here. We can see on Coin360, we got Bitcoin trading above 36,300, up 1.6% for the day. Ethereum has been breaking out on the back of the news of the BlackRock us uh, uh, ETF for Ethereum. It's now up 6% and back above 2000, which we haven't seen in a very long time. XRP is correcting after a pretty lavish pump over the past 48 hours. We got BNB in the red, Solana and Cardano breaking out and in the green. And as they say, when in doubt, zoom out. So let's take a look at the 30 day. You can see Bitcoin is up 30, almost 32% in the past month. Not too shabby. 
it's leading on top of Ethereum, which is up 27%. We have Cardano up 42% and Solana up 99%. Good Lord. Virtually everything is just pumping in in the green. Pretty epic month. Uh, Moonvember is not disappointing, just as October did not disappoint. Now check out the crypto market cap, the highest we have seen it in a minute. Currently sitting at 1.37 trillion with 91 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, up over 125%. Like, whoa. Bitcoin dominance is at 51.9%. It was up above 53% yesterday. Then we got that ETH news from BlackRock for the ETF. And now the ETH dominance is at 17.6%. I seen it at a low this morning at 16.6%. So there you have it. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours. Hobby token is up 16%, trading at $2.79. Followed by Cospa up 15%, trading at 8.5 cents. Followed by Thorchain up almost 15%, trading at $3.82. And checking out crypto bubbles, we can see the top gainers for the day. Interestingly enough, it's FTT, which may be out of your line of sight, but interestingly enough, that's the native token of FTX. The scam coin, why is that leading the pack? That's a little alarming. And if we look at the top gainers for the past month, FTT is up 80%. Good Lord. Rune is up 126%. EHEX is up 170%. Massive gainers in the market. Chainlink is doing its thing up 91%. Solana is up 96%. Pepe, 87%. Virtually every single major crypto is in the green for the month and substantially, many of which are you know up 100% plus. You know what I mean? EGLD up 74%. Gotta love it. Respect the pump. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index shows we're currently rated 69 in greed. Yesterday was a 66, last week a 72, and last month a 50, which is neutral. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish? on the King Crypto, please do let me know. But anyways, fam, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Check this baby out. Bitcoin may have tapped 37 Gs for the first time in 18 months, but traders are getting suspicious of the Bitcoin price action. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now after snap overnight gains, Bitcoin attempting to crush resistance on the way towards that 40,000 mark. Uh, data from Cointelegraph and TradingView showed Bitcoin snatching 37,000 after initially breaking Breaking through the prior of the Wall Street Open, now up uh, for November, the largest crypto surprising some market participants with its strength, having already gained nearly 30% in October. Not too shabby. Now for on-chain monitoring resource material indicators, the problem lies in the trading volume. Upside has been brisk. It acknowledged in its latest post on X, but support in the form of strong volume is nowhere to be seen at these current levels, quoting him here. Support is anchored by the new plunge protection at 33000 Meanwhile, resistance at 40,000 has moved up to the 40,000 range. Now, the chart showed a print of Bitcoin's order book liquidity on the largest global exchange, Binance, quoting them here. There's no denying the fact that the price has been a challenging a number of different local top signals, but there is also no denying that something doesn't seem right about this move. The most obvious red flag for me is that we are seeing price appreciate on declining volume. That typically doesn't end well, but we are going to have to watch to see if this time is different. Now, popular trader Scoo, meanwhile, shared the following. Bear, whale, aka gigantic seller, has been selling into price for the past few days. They're dumping again here. 38 to 40,000 is probably where they get carried out. 
of the market. Now let's discuss the open interest nearing seven-month highs. Elsewhere, financial commentator Ted Talks Crypto points to the increasing open interest, something which has formed the backbone of snap upside moves in recent weeks. Uh, quoting them here, market heating up again, 15,000 Bitcoin open interest added in the past 10 hours. That's about 525 million US dollars worth. The vibes are slowly returning. You're damn right. Now, per data from CoinGlass, the total Bitcoin futures um, open interest stood at more than 17 billion, the highest value since mid April, quoting them here. During the bear, the market fades these open interest impulses, a predatory ranging environment. We'll know if full bull time when the market ignores this and trends higher on the higher open interest, something to watch in my opinion. So there you have it. Now check this out exactly two years ago today. How many of you were in Bitcoin two years ago today, which would have been November 9th, 2021? Well, Bitcoin hit 69,000, which is the current high. A new all-time high is just a matter of time, especially as we enter 2024, year of the bull fam, year of the having, ETF. Yeah, you know I mean, we have supply shock in the exchanges, very minimal about amount of Bitcoin available left as asset managers are rushing to buy the king crypto. Exciting times ahead. Anyways, let's now dive into our next breaking story of the day. This is what propelled Ethereum above $2,000 and kind of stopped the Bitcoin pump as soon as the news broke on X. This is the latest. Here we go. BlackRock iShares Ethereum Trust is officially registered in Delaware. BlackRock has apparently registered an Ethereum trust in the state of Delaware, which is possibly the first step towards an Ethereum ETF. BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, registered an analogical Bitcoin trust in June, shortly before filing with the US SEC for the Bitcoin ETF. The entity had been registered by the state's division of corporations with a formation date of November 9th. The agent registered is Daniel Schwager at the address of BlackRock in Wilmington. Now, according to LinkedIn, Schweiger is a BlackRock managing director in Delaware. And since then, ETH had risen 6%. And that's why the ETH uh, price action is currently pumping so much, as you can see in your screen. Ethereum now up over 28% on the month. And on the daily, you can see it's still up 6.4%, trading above $2,000 and one of the top gainers currently. So how many of you are bullish on ETH? Do let me know. I'd uh, love to read your comments uh, right down below. But anyways, I'll be keeping you up to date with the latest. Now, Max Kaiser responded to this with an interesting tweet. I shared this, I quoted him and he retweeted it. Here's what Max Kaiser said on the back of this news. An Ethereum ETF will create an interesting arbitrage between proof of work, which is Bitcoin, and proof of stake, which is Ethereum. Properly managed ETH ETF short positions will perpetually generate profits to roll into the Bitcoin ETF. And he also in another tweet shared, use derivatives to naked short sell ETH ETF to zero. Use the proceeds buy Bitcoin. So there's the advice from the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. And as you can see, I shared this breaking news three hours ago. And you can even see the official iShares Ethereum trust filing, which I shared here, the name uh, submitted by Daniel Schwager. It shows you BlackRock Advisor. So this is an official filing, fam. This is very bullish. And for them to be, uh, you know, introducing an ETH ETF 
application means to tell me the Bitcoin ETF is already a lock. You know what I mean? Max also points out some good stuff here, which I call all the time. I agree with his sentiment here. It's an open secret that Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger are crooks. 100%. They hate Bitcoin because it makes them look stupid on top of being crooked. Preach. I don't think they're that ignorant and just don't get Bitcoin. They're just that smart and they prefer to mislead you. 100%. Facts. Max also shared appalling uh, misguided. Buffett and Munger have never created or invented anything. Their entire model is leeching off of the money printers and parasitically destroying the host economy they have infected. Bitcoin fixes this. Preach. And he responded to this news here. Bitcoin honors speculation, not producing anything valuable for mankind. Speculation for those who hodl firmly most coins and banksters who will short sell to control the price after the ETF intro. So there you have it, fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the sentiment of the one and only Max Kaiser. Let's now dive into our next story of the day. We discussed uh, the Ethereum ETF. Now let's discuss ARK21 shares ETF, which is Kathy Wood's company, which is the latest surrounding this. This is uh, breaking news just in as well. Investment management firm ARK Invest, led by pro-Bitcoin investment vet Kathy Wood, collaborated with exchange-traded product provider 21Shares to launch a new suite of digital asset ETFs. The move aims to provide a robust set of options for investors looking to get digital assets into their trading portfolio. As they announced here on X, the countdown begins today. 21Shares and ARK Invest announced the upcoming launch of ARK and 21Shares digital asset ETF suite. The ETF suite uses crypto-specific insights alongside traditional indicators. And according to the 21Shares website, the companies will utilize on-chain signals and their crypto-native experience to deliver long-term capital appreciation by investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum future contracts. And according to the prospectus released by the companies, five products are scheduled to start trading in the week the next week. Furthermore, these ETS will also be listed on the CBOE. The company also underscored it will not offer investors a chance to invest directly in the spot Bitcoin. In a disclaimer, the company highlighted that investors seeking exposure to the price of Bitcoin should consider other forms of investments. Now, apart from Bitcoin and Ethereum futures, one product called the ARK21 Shares Blockchain and Digital Economy Innovation ETF is also designed to invest in public equities of companies within the blockchain industry. So there you go. According to 21Shares, this provides investors with what it describes as a holistic exposure to the growth of blockchain tech. Meanwhile, Bloomberg analysts speculate that the United States SEC has a window to approve Bitcoin ETF filings. On November 8th, analyst James Safart and Eric Valchunez wrote that there was a possibility that the SEC can approve all 12 filings if the agency decides to allow the concept. However, the analysts also stress it was also a possibility that there was nothing concrete yet, which is going to lead us to our next story of the day, that window for the SEC to approve all 12 ETFs, which is still currently in play. We'll see how that plays out, fam. Let me know your thoughts. And let's check here. When do you feel that ETF will likely get the green light from the SEC? Let me know in that live chat. Now let's discuss this window of opportunity for the SEC to approve all 12 spot Bitcoin ETFs ASAP. 
shall we? Because this would set the market on fire. Now, the US SEC could approve all 12 of the pending spot Bitcoin ETFs now within the next eight days. So the clock is ticking. Bloomberg ETF analyst James Safar and Eric Valchunas wrote that starting from November 9th in the United States, the SEC has a window to approve all 12 spot Bitcoin ETF filings, including Grayscale's conversion of its GBTC trust product in the days leading up to November 17th. But stress this was only a possibility, as James Safard announced here. New research note from me today. We still believe 90% chance by January 10th for spot Bitcoin ETF approvals. But if it comes earlier, we're entering a window where a wave of approval orders for all the current applications could occur. So is this what we're witnessing? Is this why the market is pumping? Do the insiders know this and they're trading accordingly? Let me know your thoughts. Also quoting him here, delay orders were issued by the SEC for BlackRock, Bitwise, Van Eck, Wisdom Tree, Invesco, Fidelity, and Valkyrie at the same time. Now, if the agency wants to allow all 12 filers to launch, as we believe, this is the first available window since Grayscale's court victory was affirmed. Now, Grayscale is actually the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world, currently holding over 600,000 BTC. So it's very likely they're going to get their GBTC product converted into a spot Bitcoin ETF. Now, the reason for this brief window, let's discuss it, is that when the SEC extended the deadline for a number of the pending spot Bitcoin ETF filings, it selected November 8th as the last day of the comment period, which was yesterday. Now, from November 17th, which is next week, the comment period for the three filings, which include GlobalX, Bitcoin Trust, the Hashdex, Bitcoin ETF, and Franklin Bitcoin ETF, would recommence. Now, meaning that they wouldn't be approved or denied until after November 23rd at the earliest, which is, again, less than two weeks out. Now, while the window for accepting all 12 filings ends November 17th, so mark that date in your calendar, Safehart added that the SEC could technically make a decision on nine of the 12 apps anytime before January 10th. Now, you can see all the issuers here. You can see the dates, the deadlines. Also, interestingly enough, Gary Gensler of the SEC launched a video on X the other day as a precursor pre-framing of a spot Bitcoin ETF. So one of the top analysts are expecting Bitcoin ETF approval this week. And while the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF is in no way guaranteed, both Safart and Balchunas, who are the top experts when it comes to ETFs, predict a 90% chance of an approval sometime before January 10th next year. Interestingly enough, that's also the deadline for the SEC to respond to ARC 21. Now let's discuss more deeply Grayscale in talks with the SEC over their GBTC conversion for the spot ETF. While market pundits eagerly await the SEC decision, crypto asset manager Grayscale had reportedly indicated discussions with the regulator concerning its application to convert its trust product GBTC into the spot ETF. And according to a November 9th report from Coindesk, according to sources familiar with the matter, Grayscale has been in contact with both the SEC Division of Trading and Markets and the Division of Corporation Finance since winning its court battle with the regulator on August 29th. That's right, Gary and the SEC took a big fat L on that one. And as the perceived odds of a Bitcoin ETF approval have increased, so too has the optimism in the market, which reflects that right now with the price of Bitcoin gaining more than 30% in the last three months. Bitcoin, in fact, were up over 30% in the last 30 days. Bitcoin's outsized rally has buoyed price activity and all the other major assets as well. 
And in the past month, Solana gained now over 100% amid scaling improvements with Ripple XRP and Ether also growing respectively 36 and 20%. And with many within the industry confident that that approval will kickstart the next bull market. Other analysts aren't convinced that the rally has staying power. But what are your thoughts, fam? Let me know in that live chat. I greatly appreciate everyone's feedback. All right. Well, yeah, keep buying more Bitcoin. You guys know what to do. Let's uh, continue with the news. We still got a lot to share, all ETF related, obviously. Um, let's discuss this next story, which is an ETF launch, uh, which could be delayed more than a month after we get the official approval. So got to keep that in mind. Meaning, hypothetically, let's say ETFs get the green light approval this week or sometime this month. It doesn't necessarily mean that the product will launch at the same time. It may not be until the following month. So let me read this story for you. With the US SEC's first window opening up for the approval of the Spot Bitcoin ETF, analysts noted that even if the SEC approves the Spot ETF, it'll be a month before the actual launch. Now, the expected delay in launch following the potential SEC approval would be due to the two-step process of launching the ETF. For an issuer to start a Bitcoin ETF, it must get the SEC approval from the trading and market division on its 19B4 filing and the corporate finance division on the S1 filing or prospectus. The main focus of the corporate finance division includes fund operations detailing the risk disclosures. Now, to date of the 12 Bitcoin ETF apps, nine issuers have submitted revised prospectuses showing they have communicated with corporate finance. Market analysts believe the Bitcoin ETF launch may get delayed if the SEC approves the 19B4 approvals before the prospectus stocks are signed off. Now, Bloomberg ETF analyst James Seyfert notes that even if the 19B4 is approved, an S1 approval can take weeks or months between approval and launch. As he announces here with what Scott said, there are two paths that need to be completed for an ETF to launch. Even if the 19B4 Four is approved, the S1s uh, still need to sign off from the Division of Corporate Finance. No sign that's done yet. Possible and even likely there could be weeks or even months between the approval and the launch. So there you have it, coming directly from the ETF expert. Now there is an eight-day window for the SEC, as I mentioned, starting on November 8th, ending November 17th, to basically greenlight the first spot Bitcoin ETF. And uh, as shared here uh, by James Safart, new research note, we still believe 90% chance. So there you have it, 90% chance Bitcoin ETF approval by January 10th, but also the possibility we get that approval this month in November, as that's what the rumors are saying right now in the markets. Now, the spot Bitcoin ETF race has begun when the world's largest asset manager, BlackRock, filed its application, which got this party started. Then we had Fidelity with $4.5 in assets under management, as well as a few other assets managers also filing for spot Bitcoin ETFs. Most faced rejections or withdrew their applications. Now, I also like to point out we have competition. We also have news coming out of Hong Kong. They're looking to launch an ETF product. That's good. Competition is a beautiful thing that may light a fire under the SEC's butt to get this approved. We also have Dubai. Uh, there's talks of an ETF being approved over there in the Middle East. So again, Bitcoin game theory in full effect. We have a total addressable market north of $700 trillion, a lot of which may flow directly into the King Crypto. So very exciting times. Now we're going to dip into our featured story of the day. Why is BlackRock buying so much Bitcoin right now? According to Michael Saylor, also the latest from the Giga Chat, his latest predictions and what's going on with MicroStrategy and Michael Saylor. So let's break this down. First and foremost, as you can see here, Saylor's now up $1.27 billion in profit on MicroStrategy's Bitcoin stack. 
Well done. <laughs> Gotta love those laser eyes, right? Now, let's dive into the story here. Michael Saylor expects Bitcoin demand to double after the halving and spot Bitcoin ETF approvals. Send it and let's go. Here we go. MicroStrategy chairman, Mr. Saylor, discussed the future outlook for Bitcoin in a new interview with Fox Business on Monday. The pro-Bitcoin executive was asked about the factors that will drive up the Bitcoin price action. Let me zoom this out a bit so you can see more on the screen. Let me know if that helps. Saylor explained that the supply and demand for Bitcoin are in balance as of right now. However, he emphasized there are two events that will boost the price of the crypto. We have the halving in April of next year, roughly five months out, when the Bitcoin supply gets chopped in half and the impending approvals of a spot Bitcoin ETF by the US SEC. He also stressed that following the halving and the launches of the spot Bitcoin ETFs, quitting him here, the demand has got to at least double 2x fam so the only thing that's going to adjust there is the price in order to get to market preach now what if we 3x 4x 5x you, you break down the math the microstrategy chairman advised investors to watch for the having and the approvals of the spot bitcoin etfs noting that the next 12 months will be pretty auspicious for the asset class now michael saylor believes that the price of bitcoin will eventually reach a staggering five million dollars per coin quoting him here there are three things that are massive catalysts to cause an acceleration the executive said during a discussion on x those three things don't take us to 500,000 per bitcoin they take us to five million dollars per coin send it let's go he proceeded to explain that a uh, the first is a spot etf where someone can go ahead and buy 100 million in bitcoin buy an etf security the second is your bank will custody it for you and lend against it and he also added noting that the third is the ability for businesses to make their own bitcoin investments up or down in their balance sheet on fair value so there you have it now i also transcribed the recent interview he did uh where he's actually this is the full version of what we were just discussing and i think it's noteworthy to share it with you so i'm going to read it out loud here's why you need to own at least 0.1 bitcoin the more the merrier here quoting the giga chad i think there are only three things relevant right now and here are those three things number one the having is coming with 100 certainty fam and as far as i can see most of the selling of bitcoin is in the market with bitcoin miners that have to sell in order to pay their electricity bills and pay their debt expenses and operating expenses. So that amount of selling pressure is going to be cut in half in just a few months. So we know that's coming, preach. And then we know there is a spot Bitcoin ETF coming. And when that comes, we plug into Wall Street and the entire banking system. And then finally, that fair value accounting is coming. And when that happens, the objective will go away. And now you're going to introduce this as a conversation into hundreds of boardrooms. This will not move in a week. They move quarterly, but over the course of 12 quarters, you'll start to see company after company looking at this, and you'll start to see a reallocation of assets. And at the end of the day, corporations only hold two assets. Number one, they hold cash and they hold bonds. And so if Bitcoin is available as an asset per pursue to a bond, then you'll see a reallocation from bonds and into Bitcoin. That's when things get exciting, fam. Continuing. And then in the institutional investor side, you've got all of these people holding real estate, holding commodities, holding gold, holding ETF and SP indexes and the like. And if they start to reallocate, and they will, 1% and 2% and 5%, then you're going to have something that has never happened in the history of the world, which is you've got an ETF on a commodity that is scarce. Preach. Every other ETF in the world is on an asset that is not scarce. It is inflationary. You can make more buildings. You can make more real estate. You can make more gold. You can make 
more commodities, you can make $4 billion worth of any of those things. The underlying producers produce more of the asset to deflate or to depreciate the price. That's how they control the markets, right? Now with Bitcoin, when $100 billion flows into the spot, Bitcoin ETF, there won't be any ability for any producer to produce any more Bitcoin. That's right. We have that finite limited supply. And so you really can't compare it to the spot and ETF of gold because gold is an inflationary asset and you can't compare it to an ETF on real estate or on bonds or on equity. You really have to say, this is the first time we have ever plugged Wall Street into an asset you cannot produce any more of facts. Now, and so nobody knows what will happen except that if you reason from first principles, you know it's got to actually perform better than all the other asset ETFs because the underlying fundamentals are just better. But let me lay out three possible ways to invest into Bitcoin. Number one, one, if you buy Bitcoin, the underlying asset. The second, is if you buy the spot ETF. And the third is you buy MicroStrategy. Okay, we talked about the headaches of buying Bitcoin, the underlying asset. You have to do it on a crypto exchange and put in place parallel custody, compliance, compensation, control system. That's the challenge of that. The closest thing, the most compelling idea for a plain vanilla Bitcoin investment of an institutional investor is you buy the spot ETF. You're getting a one-to-one -one correlation. For $1 million you put in, you're getting $1 million worth of Bitcoin. What's the positive? Positive. It's marginal. It's good collateral. I can buy in a second, no money down, and I don't need to build parallel custody control compensation systems. So all of my problems are handled by Wall Street. What's the cost? It's 50 to 100 basis points a year. Pay attention. Okay, so if I charge you 1% per year over the course of 20 years or over the course of your lifetime, it means that kind of I take 20% of the money you invested at 1%. Ouch. So there is a cost. 50 basis points means I get 10% of your money approximately. But having said it all, I would pay you 50 to 100 basis points in order to be plugged into Wall Street, and it's not a problem. It's a lot better than the alternative, which is to rebuild all of their systems and then finance themselves. So MicroStrategy is not that. MicroStrategy, you can think of as a levered long Bitcoin company that pays you yield. Now, how many of you are invested in MicroStrategy? Let me know, fam. Okay, so I'm not going to call it an ETF because we're not a financial company, but we have $4.4 billion plus of Bitcoin and 2 billion plus of debt. And now that figure is probably north of 5 billion fam. So what we have done is we have levered the balance sheet with debt that costs us about one and a half percentage uh, percent interest. So MicroStrategy takes advantage of its position as an operating company to do something that an ETF cannot do. An ETF can't issue junk bonds. An ETF can't issue convertible bonds. An ETF can't do like an ATM, like we can do, and an ETF can't buy Bitcoin with cash flows. So we have a lot of the flexibility as an operating company, and we don't charge that fee. So we have four and a half billion of Bitcoin, but we don't charge $45 million per year. So the real idea here is, what if I created an investment vehicle that paid you a yield instead of charging you a fee? And what if I was able to borrow money at one and a half percent interest? I borrowed a billion dollars at zero percent interest and bought Bitcoin with it. Where do we get these deals, fam? Anyone know? Let me know, please. I'll take a billion dollars with 0% interest any day of the week. Just saying. Anyways, let me give you a theoretical. If you get a 2% yield, instead of paying a 1% fee, it's a 60% difference over the lifetime of your asset. So if you have a billion dollars invested and you're getting a 2% yield, you're actually picking up $20 million 
per year instead of paying 10 million per year. So the dynamic of the company is very important. So you can imagine that if I don't charge you a fee and if I have cheap leverage, the stock and benefit accrues to the common stock shareholders because I went and I borrowed $2.2 billion at one and a half percent interest and I bought Bitcoin with it. So what's the logical theoretical yield to Bitcoin? Is it more than one and a half percent per year? Well, let's say it was 15% a year. Then we're scraping 14% positive real yield off of the debt. And so that would be 14% of a billion dollars or more, actually 14% of $2.2 billion. That would be $300 million a year that accrues to the benefit of the common stock shareholders you see. This is the benefit of being an operating company. You can and we can every quarter choose what to do. So some quarters we would issue junk bonds. Other quarters we issue convertible bonds. Other quarters we would sell the equity. Other quarters we would just use our own cash. So the answer is there's always going to be a good market and there's always going to be a bad market. There's things you shouldn't do and there are things you should do. So MicroStrategy, to make a long story short, is a bit more complicated than a spot ETF, right? If you want something plain vanilla and simple, that it should basically correlate one to one with Bitcoin after you pay the fee, then you buy the spot ETF. If you wanted to actually try to outperform Bitcoin like MicroStrategy's outperform Bitcoin, our performance over the course of the three years is higher than Bitcoin's performance. So if you want to outperform Bitcoin or outperform the spot ETF, you would do that by accretive financings. Like for example, if our stock trades at a 30% premium to the underlying assets and we sell a billion dollars worth of equity, we actually capture 300 million of accretion of our share shareholders. So there you have it coming directly from the Giga Chat himself. Let me know if you agree or disagree with his $5 million Bitcoin price prediction. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!